Welcome back to another episode of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. Today, I'm recording on the lands of the Gitable people. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and pay my respects to First Nations people everywhere. I'm Catherine Walton, and today I'm going to share with you a community project that I've been working on over the past few months. It's been a very exciting and satisfying project to work on because it's given me the opportunity to combine my passion for the natural world with promoting mental health and well-being. In 2019 and 2020, the region that I live and work in, the Southern Downs, which is in southern Queensland, was one of many areas across Australia that was impacted by bushfires. And this took place in the midst of a severe drought, which had already taken its toll mentally, economically and environmentally on the region. I'd been running the Adventure Therapy Project for women at that time, encouraging women and girls to get active in the outdoors to boost their mental health and well-being. And as that project drew to a close, and we were still shaking from the effects of the bushfires, COVID-19 unfolded across the world. Clearly, we needed to innovate and to up-level our health promotion plans as the world rapidly morphed. I went to the community of women that I'd been supporting and asked how I could best help them. One of the needs was for information about mental health and well-being that could be accessed easily, at low cost or no cost, and at any time, without needing to travel or to be there in person. The idea of a new podcast came to mind targeting those people in rural areas, especially the Southern Downs, who were on a recovery journey following the bushfires and were continuing to deal with stresses. I found some funding through the Darling Downs and Westmorton PHN and the new podcast gradually came to life. We called it Speak Out Loud because we wanted residents and workers in the region to have the opportunity to share information and their stories of strength and resilience to build community identity around surviving and thriving despite adversities. So far, we've produced 14 episodes and today you're in for a treat. We've put together some little gems from each of those episodes to create a montage from Speak Out Loud, stories of strength from the Southern Downs. You'll hear some words of advice from some mental health workers and other health workers, community workers and residents about sleep, nutrition, stress, psychological strategies, financial stress, where and how to access resources, services and supports, physical activity and exercise, and a whole heap more. If you find any benefit in these little snippets that follow, you can find each episode in its entirety on your favourite podcast app, or you can listen in online. I'll leave the web link in the show notes so that you can easily find these episodes, which are on my website, right alongside this podcast, The Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast. Okay, let's get into it. First off, we'll hear a great tip to improve sleep from the sleep episode with Belle Dubois, who is an occupational therapist and sleep scientist working through her business, 
Darling Downs Wellness Therapies. Go to bed and wake up at the same time each day as, as often as, as you can. Like it, that's, that's probably number one is getting that routine because that really does set your whole body clock up. Um, and we're just, we're wired to function to a, a 24 hour rhythm. It's just slightly out of 24 hours, but we are very much creatures of habit and routine and we work best when we um, follow a schedule. In the financial recovery episode, Lifeline's financial counsellor, Donna Neil Arnold, encourages you to ask for advice about financial stress as early as possible. Financial stress is one of the worst sorts of stress because you feel like you're completely powerless. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for help and seek help early in your process. Don't let your financial position get so bad that even a financial counsellor is limited in how they can help you. As things start to deteriorate, please ask for help. This can save the client so much stress. I had a conversation with Elia Farr, an accredited practising dietitian, in the Nutrition and Mental Health episode. Elia shared lots of practical ideas, including tips on how and why you should plan and prepare your nutrition ahead of time. A little bit of planning will go a long way. It'll mean that you'll have the food in the house ready, uh, so the healthy food. And also, like, it means that you're not thinking about what to eat on the hop, which then tends to mean that the manufacturers and the people who are putting the food in front of our eyes are the ones that win. When we're planning, we get to make the best decisions about what what we need to eat, not the advertisers and all the promotions and all the other opportunities that are around. In the support services and referrals episode, I spoke with the Southern Downs Mental Health Service Navigator, Helen O'Brien. In this episode, Helen explained her role and how she can help any individual worker or organisation in the region get connected with services, supports or online information and resources? Um, anyone, literally anyone can contact us. So individuals, individual family members or neighbours or friends or um, patients, clients, uh, GPs, hospital staff. Uh, we get a lot of calls from other organisations schools, community groups, uh, peer support groups, such as like carer groups, uh, anyone who's trying to find out what support services are available locally and how to make contact with them. Travis Maguire is the manager at Headspace Warwick, which provides support to young people aged 12 to 25 years. In the Youth Mental Health episode, Trav shared information about how to have a healthy Headspace and he inspired us with hope that when we reach out and ask for help, things really can take a turn for the better. It's a bit of a tricky one because um, success can be measured on so many levels. Um, you know, I've seen, so I was a care coordinator at Headspace for four years before I became the manager. So I did a lot of the, the intake and working one-on-one -on -one with young people. So I got to see a lot of positive stories there. Um, so I've been with, with Headspace for eight years now, and one of the great things about that is the young people that I, I saw as a care coordinator four years ago, I now see around the community and, and see them thriving and doing well. And it's just a, I don't know, it's a really good feeling to, to know that you've, you've seen that young person possibly at their worst when you first met them, 
um, and you're seeing them in the community now just thriving, um, some of families of their own. Sue Francis, who had to evacuate and leave her home during the height of the bushfire, reflected on how important preparation was in the time leading up to the fires. Her recovery journey has been helped along by a mindset shift, being able to tap into a sense of hope and focusing on a bigger picture. This is a snippet from the Preparation, Healing and Hope episode. There's lots of sustainable alternatives out there which will, um, I guess, if everybody was adopting those things, I believe anyway, would have a much um, a more minimal impact on the climate and therefore the these catastrophic events that, you know, are predicted and I believe will happen more and more frequently won't happen. So that, that ultimately is what I guess we should all be striving for. In the Recovery Strategies episode... Arlene Muscadri from Queensland Health's mental health recovery team also implored us to seek help if things are not going so well in any area of our lives. I think for community members, Catherine, it is just if you see someone not travelling well, to have that conversation, to say, are you okay and can we help? You know, as I said, in a very private, you know, you wouldn't do it in a public arena, but definitely if you see someone travelling, to sit down there with them privately and ask them, are they okay? and encourage them to seek help early. That's very essential, seek help early. In the Psychological Strategies episode, I had a conversation with Elizabeth Searle, a psychologist and a rural resident of the Granite Belt area on the Southern Downs. Elizabeth had some valuable insights and strategies to deal with natural disasters from the perspective of both a mental health worker and a resident. Do I dare repeat that you've got to look after yourself? <laughs> Try and sleep well. There's plenty of information about sleep hygiene. So so if your sleep is good, you can deal with lots of stuff. Eating reasonably well and connecting with people. If If there's a big event like fires, you're not in it alone. Noticing anything that's good or special or wonderful. Your dog giving you a lick. The the cup of tea that somebody makes you. Those things are, um, are special. Another local resident who shared her story of experiencing and recovering from the bushfires was Val Voss. In the episode... Gratitude, Mindset and Hobbies, you'll hear me read some of Val's story, which highlights how important mindset is in recovering from events like bushfires. Gratitude was a strong theme in this episode. Things that will always be etched in my mind was the frantic scene I witnessed and the feeling for those who lost everything. On reflection, yes, we lost sheds, lots of equipment and tools, some antique machinery, precious items, camping equipment, and the list goes on. But at the end of the day, they are all just possessions. But we had our lives, and it just goes to show how very quickly everything can be taken from us. 
In the community and personal recovery episode, I spoke with Sue Hamlet, who worked in the community providing practical and emotional support to residents as the fires moved across the district. Sue shares a couple of important strategies in this snippet. If you're feeling hopeless, find a way to keep safe for now while you strengthen your mental health. Better times will come if you find the right help. So share your thoughts with someone you can trust and who can link you to help and be proud of yourself for recognising you need help. We've all been there. Most of us have been there and there is no shame in reaching out. That's number one. It was long. So number two, uh, my personal favourite, learn mindfulness to help regulate your emotions and engage in physical activities that help soothe your mind. Mark Carey is a psychologist, and in the stress management episode, we had a conversation about strategies to manage stress for people of all ages and at the various stages of recovery following a stressful event. I think it's important perhaps to just go back and say, try and maintain perspective. Uh, Stress will distort our thinking. It's important to have uh, time that's reflective or time... That's just quiet, uh, where we're not involved in day-to-day or work activities, life activities, which we can come together and regenerate. And it's important to keep a sense of hope and optimism about, about life generally. I had a conversation with another resident whose home was impacted by the bushfires in the Nature in Recovery episode. Leon Ward encourages you to get outside and really connect with nature by getting to know and understand your surroundings. Go out and observe nature is my first one. We are nature, become nature. Just get out there and observe it, watch it, understand it. Uh, I mentioned before we only really fear what we don't know. And for me now say this now because it's the middle of winter and we've had lots of rain but bushfires don't hold the same kind of uh, fear for me that they once did you might have to come back and ask me that again the next time we have a really bone dry summer dr louise clark shared her knowledge and insights into the benefits of physical activity and exercise for mental health and well-being including managing the stresses that inevitably occur in life Her top three tips sum up the actions you need to take that we explored in greater detail in our conversation in the physical activity and exercise episode. Number one, daily exercise of any sort is of utmost importance. Number two, join a club, a gym or a group, any kind of group for the social and physical benefits of exercise. And number three, no more excuses. I believe everybody can do something. In the episode called Nine Strategies for Wellbeing and Mental Health, I share with you the nine themes that stood out for me in the first 12 episodes that we'd recorded in this podcast. How are these themes showing up in your life? And if something's amiss, what's one action that you can take to strengthen that theme? Ask for help, you choose, connections with community and people, notice things, planning and preparation, 
connect with nature, ask yourself, what worked before? Mindset and do things that you enjoy. I hope that you've enjoyed this little journey through the recovery space of my new podcast, Speak Out Loud, Stories of Strength from the Southern Downs. Remember, you can listen to any or all of those episodes on your podcast app or click through the link that I'll leave in the show notes so that you can easily listen online or download it to your device. You've been listening to the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast where we take you on a journey of discovery, learning how you can live your best life by connecting with the outdoors. We guide you through the maze of wellness information and give you evidence-based practical strategies to improve your health, happiness and well-being when you spend time in nature and the great outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, an accredited mental health social worker, bushwalking guide and a family-focused outdoors adventurer. Till next time, enjoy your outdoor adventures.